This is the weekly podcast for Connection Community Church for Sunday, December 20, 2009. Located in the Middletown, Delaware, we are dedicated to connecting people with Jesus and the life that he offers. For more information about Connection Community Church and our ministries, please contact us at www.connectioncc.org. If you seek a relationship with Jesus or would like prayer, please call our church offices at 302-378-7692. On behalf of the entire Connection family, we thank you for listening and pray that you are blessed by God's message. The church was closed on December 20th because of inclement weather, but Carrie and Alan recorded their message on video, and the audio here was taken from that video. Well, hello, Connection Church. It was a really hard decision to cancel worship tomorrow morning because we really would miss being with you. But we thought, well, what can we do? So uh, Ted set up his web webcam and we're going to share the message with you now. So are you ready? Ready, well, ready <laughs> This is ready. live from the Jones house, from live our house from, to you. So the gift of wonder. Do you remember as a kid how you just um, you just had that gift of wonder, uh, especially at Christmas time? I mean, you just accepted the fact that somehow Santa was able to put all those gifts together. Somehow Santa was able to get the right gifts to the right address millions and millions of times in that one night of the year. Now, you know, you heard uh, noises on the rooftop and, and, and you just wondered. You wondered, uh, could it be? Could that be Rudolph and company? Flying reindeer? Why not? You know, because it wasn't a logical thing. It was a it was a thing of beauty. It was a thing of there again, wonder. You know, you wake up on Christmas morning and it was well, it was like magic. Now, I remember wondering a couple times, well, wouldn't it be cool if some other day you woke up and went downstairs <laughs> and that was it? Like August the sixteenth, get up, go downstairs. Not. It never happened. It never happened because it was that one day. Christmas Day was that day of wonder. And, well, that's what we're talking about here. We're going to talk about unwrapping the gift of wonder. My name's Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? God, we, we thank you for this opportunity to share the message uh, we thank you for technology, and we thank you that from our home to your home, we could still share about the love of Jesus Christ. Open our hearts so that we might be changed and, and transformed by your message. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonder. The, the Encarta Dictionary defines this as amazed admiration or awe, especially uh, at something um, a very beautiful or new. You know, we had it as kids. And not just at Christmas time. I mean, you know, you'd be outside at night and look at the moon and the stars and the Milky Way. And it was just, it was just a sense of awe, a sense of wonder about it. Or or like when you saw a magician, you know, mm-hmm. you, 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 you didn't realize that it was just an illusion. You, you thought, hello, it was it was magic. Or, or the superheroes we had as kids. You know, you had some, those with supernatural powers, but you, you know, also you had the athletes and guys like that who, 
Well, they just have supernatural powers. But you were awestruck, and and they were wonderful. They were they were full of wonder for a young mind and heart. You know, as we get older, we tend to lose that that sense of wonder. I I don't know. Maybe it's the the day to day activities that we're involved in, even the grind, so to speak, and we tend to lose our innocence, and so that sense of wonder often just, I don't know, it leaves, it leaves. Our only sense of wonder might be wondering when some question that we might have might be answered, because we are now dealing in in this um, scientific mode, this rational explanation of everything, and, and our sense of wonder just isn't what it used to be when we were younger. And so as adults, we, we sometimes lose that, that childhood sense of wonder, that sense of all, sometimes even that sense of faith that we had as kids. And, and yet it was Jesus himself in, in Mark 10, the 15th verse, who said this. He said, I tell you the truth. Anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Mm. At Christmas... As we get older, we, we no longer have that sense of wonder about Santa or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But we hope, we pray, we trust that maybe you, we could regain, that we could reclaim the sense of wonder of Christmas. The, the sense of wonder when it comes to the real Christmas story. And so listen to the words found in the book of Luke that tell us this wonderful story of the first Christmas. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. That scripture is found in Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. Can you imagine, can you even fathom the wonder that people experienced that night, the wonder of what's going on in this passage. Think about this. One of the most powerful earthly leaders, Caesar Augustus, the emperor emperor of the entire Roman world, he issues a decree that a census be taken of that Roman world. Now, Caesar Augustus was considered a god for us, a little G-God, but he was big stuff. And little did he know that the one true God, the God of the cosmos, the God of the universe, the God of Abraham and Jacob and, and Isaac, the God that you and I worship and praise, has used this man, Caesar Augustus, and his census to fulfill the Old Testament prophecy. Now, as we 
shared two weeks ago, we talked about the prophet Micah, who, who said this, But you, Bethlehem, David's country, the runt of the litter, from you will come the leader who will shepherd rule Israel. Back to, uh, back to the story in Luke. The, the scripture never says he was born in a stable, but we just kind of place him there because it does say that, that he was in a manger, and a manger is a feeding trough, a feeding rack for animals. You would find one of those in a stable. Uh, there was no room in the inn. No room. Now, what kind of a picture is that? I, I bet Caesar Augustus had room. I bet he was resting very comfortably in his room at the palace that night. Plenty of room. While the real king, the true king, mm -hmm. the actual king of the entire universe, was in a manger, in a stable, no room in the end. What a humble beginning for the one who would, who would later die for all humankind. Not a lot of splash for the importance of what is going on here. I, I mean, come on, this is Emmanuel, God with us. The intersection of the human and the divine, right there in that manger. Can you imagine what it must have been like to be there in that stable, seeing that baby, realizing that right before your eyes, you're seeing ful the fulfillment of the prophecies of Isaiah, where it said, the virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Isaiah 7, 14b, New International Version. Right there in the stable, Emmanuel, God with us, in the flesh, God with us. Us. The wonder. The wonder of it all. Think about the shepherds. Now the shepherds were fairly low on that socioeconomic ladder. They're out tending their flocks by night, probably settling down for the night, and all of a sudden they get an angel visit. It really caught them by surprise. They not only get the angel visit, but they get the glory of the Lord. And so to say they were surprised would be an understatement. In fact, Scripture says they were terrified. They were terrified, and no wonder. I mean, here God goes through an angel to share with this group of people the good news, the birth of the Savior. Well, it really makes you wonder, doesn't it? But there's more. Imagine this next scene. This birth-announcing angel is joined by this celestial, angelic, sky-filling choir, praising God by saying, Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. That's from Luke chapter 2, verse 14. And so the, the shepherds, they, they hurried into town to, to see what the angel had told them about them. Can you imagine, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> can you imagine how they must have felt as they looked at that newborn child in that manger, in that stable, and they realized that they were literally looking into the face of God? 
literally looking into the face of God. Can you imagine? Can you even begin to imagine how absolutely incredible that must have been? How full of awe they must have been? How full of wonder they must have been? And that wonder continues when you think about the Magi. We call them the wise men. The Magi, they are scholars. They were scholars. They were very learned. And they traveled hundreds of miles from the east because they were familiar with this ancient prophecy that a Messiah would be born. So they they followed a star in order to worship. Worship. In order to worship a child. We can't help but be filled with a sense of wonder, a sense of awe when we consider this, this whole part of this story. Here we have grown men, learned men, Gentiles, not Jews, who travel very far distances, bringing very expensive gifts for a child, a child, the wonder of it all. And so this story, this, this Christmas story, the story of a baby born in Bethlehem is absolutely a wonderful story. From begin to end, wonderful, just completely full of wonder. When we stop and fully consider the entire story, it, it, it's just absolutely incredible, isn't it? If one is able to hear this story and not come away with a sense of wonder, Something's missing. I don't mean in the story, but we're missing something. Something's lost, something's wrong, because this is a story in which the God of the creation, the God of the cosmos, the God who breathed the very life into you and me, that God in this story comes to earth to join us face to face in our everyday lives. Emmanuel, God with us. Unwrapping Christmas. Unwrapping the gift of wonder. You know, the part of this story that gives us the greatest sense of wonder is the fact that God knew. God knew that we, you, me, us, that we needed a Savior. And God knew the who, the when, the where, the how, the why, hundreds of years, thousands of years before it ever came to be. That just blows me away. Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it wonder-filled that God loves us that much? That God loves us so much that he sent his one and only son, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried so that you and I might have life, so that our sin could be forgiven. You know, you've got to wonder about a God who would go that far, who would go to such great lengths to show us how much he loves us. And so our hope for you, as you unwrap Christmas this year, is is that wonder 
is one of the greatest gifts you receive. Our, our hope for you is that in this holiday season, in the season of Christmas, you will once again realize the wonder of the one who was born in that manger so that you and I might live through eternity. Amen. 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 Let's pray. Most holy God, thank you. And, and, and I pray that each of us will realize a, a new sense of wonder this year as we, as we contemplate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as we, as we contemplate just how absolutely full of wonder this whole story is, that, that you from, 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 from the beginning knew that we would need a Savior and, and that you brought that Savior to us, your Son, Jesus the Christ. In a manger, but many years later, we would see him again on the cross, realizing his saving grace. It's in the name of Jesus the Christ and in your Holy Spirit we pray. Thank you for listening to our weekly message from Connection Community Church. If you would like more information about what you just heard, or if you seek a relationship with Jesus, please call our church offices at 302 302- Three seven eight seven six nine two. You can also find out more about our ministries and upcoming events on our website at www.connectioncc.org. Thank you again for listening, and may this be the greatest week of your life.